0: And I, can hear, so, I, go. I find the answers to the questions of my life from the music in my life. Welcome to the Resilient Insights Podcast. I'm your guide on this journey, Joshua Baca, walking you through the intricate world of public policy, lessons in leadership, and the unexpected paths that life takes us on. I want to thank you all for joining my very first episode of the Resilient Insights podcast, which is a spinoff of my monthly newsletter called Resilient Insights. In that newsletter, I dive into some topics that are shaping uh, the debates in Washington and around the world, follow some key trends, and of course, dive into fun things that can make life better, easier, and more entertaining for everybody. So if you don't subscribe to my monthly newsletter, please do so by visiting my website www.resilientpartners.us. If you're active on LinkedIn like myself and want to avoid the email clutter, you can do a one-click on LinkedIn and get that uh, newsletter directly. uh, In my monthly newsletter, I wrote the following, observing the current debate over immigration and border security, my lead son to believe that the policymaking process is fundamentally flawed. And, you know, if you look at it that way, it's easy to kind of think that um, the process is flawed. Or it's equally important to think about how it has changed. And from my point of view, it has changed dramatically. And when I began and started Resilient Partners, I wanted to do things very differently in the government and public affairs space. I wanted to recognize the synergies that exist between advocacy, strategic communications, and reputation management, because those three things to me today are the foundation on how uh, you engage in policymaking process in Washington or around the globe. And I think that when you observe the current debate over border security and immigration, it's really important to understand how things have so dramatically changed. And if you look at it through the lens of how policy was made 10, 15 years ago or the Bush administration or the Clinton administration or the Reagan administration, the world has dramatically changed. There's three trends that make policymaking so much more different today. And I want to start off with a couple of what those trends are. First off, all politics has become national, and that deeply influences the policymaking process. The second is how we receive information has dramatically changed, and it happens at lightning speed. We all get the alerts on our smartphones. We listen to podcasts like this. We follow Twitter or TikTok or wherever we get our information, and we could see in real time how information is being spread. And of course, underlying all of this is this issue of trust. When you think about the current debate over over border security, uh, it's a really important to understand how those three trends really impact that. This has become a national issue. The second uh, trend here is the rapid dissemination of information. While in good faith, uh, a bipartisan group of senators were working behind closed doors to craft a bipartisan national security bill that dealt with border security and immigration, opponents of that legislation were actively framing it and spreading information quicker and faster than those who were crafting it. Immediately when the bill was dropped, Speaker Mike Johnson of the House declared it dead on arrival. And it shows you how the inability to quickly shape the environment really backfired. Um, And then the third thing here is trust. I think when you think about um, this idea of trust, well, there probably wasn't a significant amount of trust having three senators working behind closed doors, in good faith. Uh, decide a major issue like this. And when you take those three things together, it was such a perfect storm uh, on how this debate has played out. And so when I think about the future of this, it's this debate in particular that heavily influenced my thinking and the desire to start resilient partners. We are a government and public affairs firm. We are doing things different. We are trying to redefine the field of government and public affairs. We're doing so by helping our clients find those synergies between strategic advocacy, strategic communication, and reputation management to navigate this path forward. I spent a lot of time talking to a lot of smart people on what I think this field was going to require, and I came up with three core principles that guide us that really are a response to those three trends that I mentioned. So let's recap those three trends. Policymaking is national, rapid dissemination of information, and trust is critical. And the three principles that guide resilient partners going forward that will heavily shape and influence legislation going forward are these three, resiliency, proactivity and transformation. In this world of national policymaking, resilience is the prerequisite to success. You have to play the long game if you want to be successful in policymaking. The second element to this um, deals with this idea of being proactive. You know, you have to be out there, if you have a policy issue that you care about, proactively shaping the debate in your favor. If not, your opponents will define it before you have the ability to define it. And the third thing here is interlinking this idea of trust into transformation. If you're able to generate trust by things you're doing as a company, and organization, you have the ability to turn your individual business priorities into broader societal transformational movement that really um, will be critical to helping you yield the success that you're looking for. And most importantly, probably the business certainty and the public policy making landscape. And when you look at those three things happening, those three key principles, you could see how the current debate over border security and immigration really violated all three of them. So, you know, where do we go from this? Well, I also wrote in my newsletter that, In an ordinary legislative environment, a bill enjoying broad support from Senate Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, President Biden, the Border Patrol Union, and the Wall Street Editorial Board would have a strong chance of success. Despite all of that, that is the old traditional way of making policy that is no longer relevant. So, you know, where does that all leave us today? Well, since my newsletter came out, I did, there have been some important updates that occurred. The Senate did release their bipartisan uh, national security bill that, you know, made some major changes uh, to both border security and immigration and funded a variety of global challenges that we're currently engaged with. Uh, That legislation did not move forward. In fact, uh, it stalled almost immediately, largely because of the trends that I outlined as to why that was going to be the case. I could have predicted this from a mile away. Uh, The Senate did move They passed a bipartisan piece of legislation that basically included all of the funding for our global challenges and excluded all the provisions for border security and immigration. After passage and even leading up to it, uh, the leadership in the House and most notably Speaker Mike Johnson said that the current bill was not sufficient and that it would need to address the issue of border security. So it kind of leaves us with the key question is, where are we going with this broader debate? Well, that's a really good question. My general view on this is I think this is going to be something that will be resolved. I think it's something that has to be resolved. And the reason I think that is really for a couple of key things. One, I think this is becoming a national debate, as I mentioned. People all over the country have identified this as a critical issue. Public polling shows that. And it has the ability to really define the parameters of the uh, 2024 election, both uh, presidentially and uh, congressional races all across the country. So, I think you're going to see, see, see some movement on this. And I think you're also gonna see the politics temperature continue to increase on that. The second thing is I think you see Democrats moving a little bit more to the center and closer to the Republican points of view on this in Congress. Democratic mayors have already expressed concern that more needs to be done to secure the border. Uh, And the reality of it is, if you look at the special election that occurred occurred on Long Island, New York, the former Democratic representative, uh, Tom Swazi won the special election largely by taking a more moderate position on immigration. And so I think that will also heavily influence that. And I think the third thing here is people want to see something done. And I know that it's easy for us to kind of throw our hands up and say nothing gets done in Washington, Uh, but I do think that there is a desire. I think there's a group of pragmatic people who will largely probably come together to get something done. What those details don't look like today, I have no idea, but my guess is this will be something that's much more conservative, much more strict on the border, Probably includes a variety of provisions on asylum and detention and things that are once deemed controversial, might kind of be par for the course. So, that's a quick overview of where things stand. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your information. And I want to make a couple of quick plugs before we wrap this up. At the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned my monthly newsletter called Resilient Insight. You can subscribe to that podcast by going to this website, www.resilientpartners.us click there to subscribe and you'll get this email delivered once a month into your inbox with relevant information a big important topic that we dive into some key trends analysis and some fun things the second thing is i want to give a big shout out to my friend dan orlando uh, a musician who just released his first album called heritage trail which is a theme song for this podcast i'm also happy to say that dan has agreed to be their very first guest on our second episode of the podcast uh, which we'll be dropping next week. And I'm really excited about that conversation with Dan. In my newsletter, I included a link to Dan's album and a playlist of songs that I was listening to. And I got a lot of positive responses on Dan's music. And I really want to give Dan the opportunity um, to you know, tell a little bit about his story and, and talk about how music influences us. But for today, again, um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you're looking for more information about Resilient Partners, visit the website www.resilientpartners.us. Until next time, we look forward to talking to you, and I hope you found these resilient insights useful.